Welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. We are back. We are watching a movie which we have drudged up from the bottom of the Netflix stream. And we are hoping to find a hidden gem. Which does occasionally happen. It does occasionally happen. It's one of those things. You personally have dredged this one up this week. I have. We did not randomise this week's choice for I have played my wild card. He has indeed. Every season, Nick gets a wild card, I get a wild card, and our Patreons get a wild card. That means we give Robin the week off, and they pick the movie, and whoever picks the best one by the end of the season wins a prize. Indeed. So Nick, this is Nick's attempt for the season nine yes. trophy. How do you think you've done? We'll find out. I'm not, don't ask Who that knows? Now. We'll find out as we go through this episode. That's kind of the point. <laughs> um, this week, Nick chose a movie called The Waterman. The Waterman was released in 2020. It is a PG it runs for one hour and 31 minutes, currently rated at 5.5 on IMDb and is a Netflix original. Although I have a story. <laughs> or is it? Or is it? Um, this film is billed as a Netflix original on Netflix. Okay. The poster, most most versions of the poster don't have the Netflix logo on. Okay. Um, the film was made by Disney. Intriguing. And was then passed upon after completion. Right. And Netflix purchased it and released it as a Netflix original. And I think it's fair to say, if you've been following the wave the last few weeks and months, that we're only going to see more of this. Yep. We've talked recently about Disney filming whole seasons of shows. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then deciding they're going to sell them on. They don't want it. They've also sold off, you know, took stuff off Disney Plus, sold them elsewhere. Netflix have done this as well. Yeah. You know, this this was before Disney Plus was a thing. Though. Yeah, this I was know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting story, but it is a Netflix original. Uh, this film stars David Oyelowo. That's not how you say it, <laughs> but that's what I'm calling him, Oyelowo. Uh, he plays a character called a-, a character called Amos Boone. Um, you will know him. He's most famous. He was in Selma. Yeah, the movie he played Martin Luther King Jr. in that. And most recently, is in Silo, the Apple TV sure. TV show that I've been watching. That's really really good. Um, he's He's the main character in that until he isn't. <laughs> uh, also, this film stars Rosario Dawson. She plays Mary Boone, Amos' wife. Um, she's most famous, possibly, probably for Sin City. Yeah, I think. I'd say so. I think so. Most rec- More recently, she's been in Ahsoka, yep. the Star Wars TV show that's on Disney Plus currently. Plays the title role in that, I believe. Now, third build in this film is Alfred Molina. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> not fair. On the two actual leads of this movie. <laughs> yeah. But, because he's in... Two scenes. You say technically two scenes. He's in two scenes. The second scene is basically a line. Yeah, but he's <laughs> in the scene. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a film about two kids and the top three credited people in the film are three adults. Yeah, very ageist so that is. It is. So you, you, Alfred Molina, he plays a character called Jim Boosie. You'll know him. He's in he's Doc Ock in the Spider-Man yeah. universe. He was in Free Do's in Boogie Nights. He's been in loads of stuff. Uh, but the two people that we should mention in this... Before we talk about it, before we talk about the movie, uh, the main character in this movie is a guy called Lonnie Chavis. He plays Gunnar Boone, the son of Amos and Mary Boone, and Amaya Miller. Yeah, she plays Joe Riley. Um, Amaya Miller, you may know, she's in War of the Planet of the Apes. Um, she's been in a few different films, but that's probably the biggest one she's been in. Lonnie Chavis, however, has not really been in anything you will have heard of. I don't think. Okay. Fine. Although he is a fully fledged working actor. Good for him. <laughs> He does a lot of Disney stuff. Um, he was in Disney's Magic Camp. Um, he's in Supergirl, the CW TV oh, right, show. Okay. Uh, he's in that for a bit. Good. 
Uh, this is us. I uh, yeah, I've never watched it. But yeah, that's quite a big thing. Yeah. So he's been in a few bits, but he's the main character in this movie. Um, this film was written by a lem- a lady a lemma. This lady uh, this this film was written by a character. Uh, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> this film was written by Emma Needle. Emma Needle has no other credits at all on IMDb Fine. other than this film. Uh, but it was directed by David Ayulewo. Yeah. After the original director quit. His directorial debut. It is his directorial really. debut. Um, he was cast as the actor and then taken over the directorial duties when the original director left the project. Nick, do you have a one-word review of The Waterman? Water palaver. <laughs> Just wanted to really say palaver. Palaver's a good word, isn't it? I don't it? think it gets used enough. It doesn't. We should use it more. <laughs> Let's have a palaver about this movie. Where does this movie start, Nick? We get a legend. We do. We get some text to start us off. We do, but I don't have it. No. <laughs> Sorry. Well, it's fine. It's basically telling us the story of uh, the town of Pine Mills or the village of Pine Mills. Yes. And that legend has it a shadow figure roams around with a fiery chest. A fiery chest. Yeah. Uh, and then we cut to a lovely drone shot of yes. a kid scootering through a cemetery. <laughs> he is indeed a kid scooters through a graveyard, is my first yeah. note. And he comes across a funeral that is happening currently. Um, when he gets home, it turns he out... He's just observed, is it? Yes, he's just watching distance. from a distance. He's not being disrespectful or anything like that. Um, when he gets home, it turns out he's writing a graphic novel. He's, this kid's an artist, he draws. Yeah. And he's writing a graphic novel. And it's basically a story of a homicide detective who is investigating the murder of himself yes because he's a ghost it's a detective. great idea ghost detective yeah um then we cut to an image of a man driving through this same town um this is david are you well david's character uh, amos the gunner's father yes and this is a typical american backwater town i think there's there's almost some shots of like people sitting on stoops and rocking sure, chairs sure, and things like sure. that That's, that's what the vibe we're getting of this town. This town. I think they've recently moved to town. Yep, they have recently purchased a house in this town and have moved there. And the the kind of setup is that uh, Dad has returned from military service. Yeah, he's so he's not been Navy. around much. Yeah, he's been in the navy. And essentially, the reason he's he's come back is because uh, Mom is not very well. Yeah, she is sick. She's taken ill. Um, he takes home Chinese food. They have some dinner. Um, Gunner's reading Sherlock Holmes stories whilst he's eating his dinner um, and he just drops into conversation that he was went exploring around the town today yeah. and he went to a funeral yeah. uh, which his parents are not that impressed about so they they're like you can't just go to people's funerals that's disrespectful it, essentially the, da- the dad Amos says that, that's a bit odd son. yeah it's a bit weird you're not invited you, yeah. you, that's not very respectful so he's, 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 his mum sits him down and talks to him about it a bit more like a grown up um, and he's and he had, Gunner actually says he preferred it when his dad wasn't there. Yeah. Um, they discuss life and death and that sort of stuff while this is going on. And the dad's listening outside the door. Yeah. He, he hears all of this. And she she sort of sings him to sleep, doesn't she? Yeah. Um, the next morning, the dad Amos walks into the room and he's got a football and he wants to he wakes up Gunner to go out and toss the football with yeah. him before school or before wherever they were going. Um, and then he accidentally destroys this kid's comic book. Yeah, because he's Gunner's left like an pot of ink yeah open on the 
on the floor on the floor and, and the dad sort of trips over it and he spills spills a load of ink on some of the pages of this graphic novel yeah which which obviously doesn't help in the terms of building this relationship no absolutely not the pages in this book are really thick and i can't tell if i'm turning more than one or two um that night he hears his mum coughing quite badly in the yes. bedroom and i think they're trying to keep this illness away from him a little bit they're they're secretly not s- secretly keeping it from him but trying I not to it, expose him too much it's not a family that talks or if yeah it, or the, or more so i think the vibe i got from it is that they're they are all three of them struggling to adjust to the change in dynamic, which is Amos being back at home yes. full time. Yeah. Uh, because... And also trying to deal with this situation yeah, that's yeah. going on as well. Yeah. yeah, it's not easy for them. Um, Dad, Amos comes home whilst this coughing fit is happening and he panics. He rushes into the bathroom to make sure she's okay. And whilst he's doing that, Gunnar goes off and he manages to find some medication yeah. that Mary's taking. Um, and then he travels to... We see him scooting off to the local bookshop. Uh, we know he's already made friends with the local bookshop lady. Um, he's well into his books. Yeah, they're on first, kid. First, name they're terms. first name terms. He's read like 20 books that she's already lent him and yeah. he's only been there a couple she, of Because she's like shocked that he's bought yeah, she, I think she got books to back chapter seven less than a week. She got to chapter seven in the book they'd agreed to read yeah. and he'd read 10 other books as well. Um, so he takes all the books back and he says, I need every book you've got on leukemia. So he's figured out from the meds that he found yeah. what's wrong with his mum. When he gets home, she's she's really not well in bed. She's there's like nurses. It's not a montage, but no, it's, it's not. But, but it's, it's like time has passed. I think. Yeah, and it shows that her condition is working is worsening because there's, as you say, there starts to be visits from her carer. Yeah, there's and nurses at the house. There's a, there's, there's a drip by yeah. the bedside now, and yeah. Um, and Gunnar confronts one of the nurses with, and he's like, "I think you've got my mum on the wrong meds." Yeah, she should be on. She should blah, be on blah, blah. Yeah. And the nurse, is, the nurse just dismisses him. No, as well, the nurse kid. says that's, that's not that's my call. I'm not, not a doctor. Yeah. yeah. And just leaves. Um, so he, he's a bit annoyed by that. He goes for a bit of a ride around town on his scooter. And he stops when he sees some graffiti on the wall. It's like, this, an, like abandoned an abandoned farmhouse type Yeah, thing. Type barn type building. And it just says the waterman on this graffiti with like a shadowy figure. And there's loads of bikes outside. Yeah. Loads and loads of bikes outside. So he goes to investigate. He goes in. He stays out of sight, but what he what he sees is a load of kids sitting around, yeah. getting a TED talk from an older kid. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, there's a girl there telling the story, telling the story of the waterman and how she knows who he is. She knows where to find him. Yeah, she and says like I've a local, seen him. Yeah, she I've seen him. It's, and she's she's conning these kids out of money. Yes, yeah, she says she, says, she tells so much of the story, and then she says if you if you want to hear the rest, you need to cough up. You need to give me some money. She walks around with a. And this is a local legend that all these kids are obsessed with. Every town's got the local ghost story, haven't they? And yeah. It's like they, these kids want to know more. Um, Gunnar then goes home. He leaves that scene. He goes home and he draws a portrait of this girl that he's just seen. Yeah. She's got like blue hair, isn't she? And she's distinctive looking. What we have not mentioned is, it, so it happened a couple of times already, and it will happen again through this movie. Is when he when he draws. Yeah. His, his graphic novel those pages kind of come to yeah, life yeah. on the screen you kind of, that's how they're showing his imagination yeah, isn't it? They're, yeah. They're showing his... I, I, I quite liked how that was done yeah I agree I, I did as well um, dad's cooking dinner um, he's he's exploring more about these leukemia in the books that he's reading yeah but he also finds a book and in it somebody's written and like almost like an essay on the well, the waterman yeah someone's like, handwritten notes yeah, inside a book yeah. that he's found um, 
so of, he's like, of their research, basically. Yeah, and this guy's... And it, it, it's just got the word, like, immortals underlying. Yeah, it mentions... There's, there's hints that, that basically this guy can live forever. Yeah. So that, pre, that pricks Gunner's interest, and he's, like, really interested in learning more about what this man is. So he goes to visit the man who wrote this book, yeah, or notebook, or whoever's book it was. Um, and this is Mr. Boosie. Yeah. Which is Alfred Molina's character. And he knocks on his door, turns up at his house. He's like local crackpot. Local crazy person. Um, I think he's like a undertaker or something along yeah, those lines. Yeah, the, the family name was on a funeral director's yeah, yeah. card. Um, so he knocks on the door. The guy thinks he's being pranked because kids must turn up at his door yeah. all the time. Um, but it's not a... Um, well, yeah, Gunnar says, like, I swear, it's not a joke. I'm just I'm I trying to, to find out about, about this, the, water the Waterman. So Boosie invites him in. He tells him absolutely the Waterman is real. Um, um, and he tells him the story of the Waterman and who he was. And this is where we find out the backstory of what this character is. So basically the story is that the Waterman is a guy called Edward Shaw, who was a local miner. Yeah. He was mining obsidian, I think he said, yeah. which is just a worthless rock that didn't mean anything. Um, and one day he found this unusual rock, which was like a glowing yellow colour. Sure. So he takes this rock. And that night, a the dam that was holding back the water from the town bursts yeah. and literally wipes out the entire town. Yeah, the entire village. The entire village. Um, everybody's dead. When the investigators turn up, they find this whole town has been drowned. Bodies everywhere. Bodies everywhere. Um, and except for Edward Charles, who wakes up. Yeah. He is immortal. And since that day, for the last hundred and now ever many years, he has been searching for his wife's body in the local woods. Yeah, because he wants to bring her back to life. Because he has the power to bring... And there's stories of animals being brought back to life and all this, using this rock. And Boosie says he went to look for the waterman himself Yes, when he was younger. Yeah. Because he didn't want his dad to die because his dad was ill. And he says, I went looking in the woods for you know, in my spare time, weeks after weeks, and I marked where I'd looked yeah. by hanging black rocks. Obsidian rocks. Obs- yeah. Obsidian, pieces of obsidian from the trees. Um, Yeah, but now he's like, yeah, obviously I, I I couldn't find him. My dad passed away. and But he still believes this, this story. He absolutely believes this man is 100% real. Um, at this point, I'm like, okay, I'm buying this. I'm into this. I'm like, that's an interesting story. I like the build-up. I like where we're heading. I'm into this movie at this point. Just want to put that out there to let you know. Um, he gives Gunnar a map. He's uh, Gunnar says, can I take the map? He's like, you absolutely can take the map. Yeah. No problem. Gunnar goes home and compares it onto like a Google Maps type he does. idea to and try and figure out where it is. And he finds a shack yes. by a lake. By Well, by the lake created by the bursting of this dam. Yes. Years and years ago. Um, then... He heads out into the main portion of the house. He walks past the bathroom and he accidentally sees his mum without the... She wears like a headdress all the time and she hasn't got got it on and she's completely bold and it proper freaks him out. He he really... I think he really realises that's the point where it all sinks in what's happening. Yeah, he starts screaming, doesn't he? And his dad comes out. His dad does not comfort him in any way. He actually shouts at him, upsets him quite badly. Yeah, he's like, pull yourself together. Yeah. Um... It doesn't go down well with Mary either. She's like, I can't believe you just spoke to him like that. Um, so the next thing we, the next time we see Gunnar, he is packing a rucksack. Yeah. He's taking some supplies, including a samurai sword. Yes. Which he, his dad hangs on the wall in the lounge. 
And he gets a load of cash out of his E.T. lunchbox. Yes, he's got an E.T. lunchbox. And, and I think it's fair to say that, amongst other movies, is definitely an influence to this one. Yeah, 100%. So he heads back to the place where he saw the girl earlier on. Um, he goes there. She's not there when he gets there, but she eventually comes in. She's kind of got a tent out the back she, of this. Yeah, she lives there, ruined. basically. This is where she's been living. Yeah. Um, she's not much older than him. She's probably a couple of years older than him, maybe. Yeah, I, I think he's so. supposed to be 11, so maybe she's like 13, 14. Uh, but yeah, she lives there, and she's like, yep, yeah, I absolutely do know where the water man is. I know who he is. I and Gunnar says, well, I'm going to find him. Yeah. yeah and she, she shows him the scar on her neck and says, the water man gave this to me. Yeah. And basically says, if you give me all your money, yeah. I'll take you to him. Yeah, we can go. I'll come with you. We'll go. We'll go exactly where he is. Not a problem. If you, but I need all of your money, um, and she's like, "But the woods are really scary. Yeah, it's not a fun time." But they make the deal. But Gunnar kind of negotiates it down a bit. He says, "Well, some of this money is for supplies. Yeah, we need so to go get supplies. I need to go and do some shopping, and basically, yeah, you can then have the rest. Yeah, whatever's that's, left. That's what they agree. She, she agrees with that. Meanwhile, that while this is all going on, Amos notices that his sword's gone out of his lounge. He does, but there's kind of quite a nice touch, I thought, because he's like. He's wandering around the house and he goes to like Willie open Gunner's door and yeah. he, he like chickens out, doesn't he? Because he knows he was in the wrong by yeah. showing up last night. He wants to give him some space. But then he knows the sword's gone. Yeah. Um, then when he goes in to check on Mary, who's either asleep or unconscious at this point, um, there's a note next to her bed yeah. that just says mom on it. So he, know, he now knows that something's not I, right. I, the, we don't see exactly the contents of the note, but it's paraphrased a couple of times yeah. and, and Amos says it. it yeah, it says I've, I've basically I've gone to save you. Yeah, I know how to make you better yeah. or something along those lines. Uh, we next see Joe and Gunnar in the local store. They've gone to get some supplies. Uh, the guy in the store is suspicious of them. Yeah, quite quickly. Um, they they buy like things that kids buy. Cans of peaches. I think they buy cans of peaches. Bars. She steals some candy yeah. bars, uh, which Gunnar's not happy about. He's quite suspicious of them because they're yeah. carrying the samurai sword. Yeah, they have got a samurai sword. Uh, but Gunnar manages to talk his way out of it with this guy because he he, told, he notices a navy hat on the yeah he notices a veteran yeah. he tells him he's about, his, about dad his dad and... and then he pays for the supplies yeah. and and they leave. Uh, meanwhile, Amos goes to the police. Uh, he wants to report his missing child. Oh, um, I totally forgot. The sheriff is like Maria Bello. Oh yeah, I yeah I completely forgot <laughs> that. Enough well. quite a big actress, yeah. isn't it? There's quite a cast in this movie yeah. when you think about it. Uh, yeah, so he goes to report it to the sheriff. Um, the note actually says, I know how to make you better. That's it, yeah. Um, they head off into the forest. They go to eat some of their peaches. Realise that they haven't taken a can opener. Yeah. Rookie error. Uh, but they do have a samurai sword. <laughs> handy. Handy. So Joe uses the sword to open a can of peaches and gets absolutely covered in peach juice. Um, which Gunner finds very funny. Yeah. Um, he laughs a lot at her. And she doesn't like being laughed at. So that's their first disagreement of this Indeed. Uh, yeah. trip. Um, Amos, meanwhile, hasn't informed Mary of her missing child. In fact, he actually lies to her. He does, yeah. He, she says, I've not seen... I've been so tired today. I've not seen Gunnar. And uh, Amos essentially says, well, he's, he's been out playing all day, exploring, and yeah. now he's gone to bed. Yeah, he's asleep. Buys himself some time, basically. Yeah. Um, he goes outside to ask some kids if they've seen him, they know who he is, etc. And they, their first thing they say is, oh, no, no, we've not seen him. Oh, bet the water man's yeah, got maybe him. maybe the water man's got him. And Amos is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, Joe finds out at this point that Amos had, is a runaway. He doesn't. He hasn't told his parents where he's gone. Um, 
but nobody's looking for her, is what she says. Oh, they, they, they're going to go to sleep around a camp. They build campfire. They're going yes, to go the first sleep. night in the bush. But then a lot of noise starts because bush and woods noise. Coyotes and Coyotes and wild horses are mentioned. So Gunnar and Jade decide that only one of them can sleep at a time and yeah. the other needs to take watch. And Gunnar says, Gunnar's asked if he will take the first watch. Yeah. Which he does. Mary and Amos are having a conversation about Gunnar at this point. She says, look, she, she's basically telling him off for shouting at him last yeah. night. She's like, you just you just need to see him. You need to be with him and be aware of him and, and know who he is. Um, and he still doesn't tell her that Gunnar's not there anymore. Uh, back at the camp, we get shots of something flitting around Gunnar at yeah. the edge of the camp. Something's running around around him. Which yeah. freaks him out, and because he thinks it's the waterman, he thinks he's going to be get caught. He, by he says hello, Mister Waterman. Yeah, and he draws the sword yes. and goes to investigate, and he finds a black rock hanging from a tree. Yeah, which we assume was left there by Mister Boosie. Um, the cop, next day, cops are asked. The sheriff's walking around the town asking people if they know who this kid is. Yeah, they're putting posters, they're putting posters up, up, canvassing the area. Yeah, Amos goes into the bookshop because he knows that Gunner's a bookie kid. Uh, he tells the lady in the bookshop, tells the bookshop lady that Gunnar's missing. Um, and she kind of like, she doesn't seem surprised by this. But I thought this was weird because we never see the bookshop lady character after this again. And it was a no. bit like, she was very much a she's the one who cr- crutch, wasn't she? She Not was. a real character. She's the one who breaks the news to Mary, isn't she? Yeah. Accidentally. But yeah, she's like, yeah, she's very concerned that Gunnar's missing, so she said she would keep an eye out. I feel like there was a couple of missing scenes yeah. with, without that character in it. Yeah. Who is, who is essentially Gunnar's only friend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gun, Gunnar's, Mary's trying to get Gunnar to eat some of the candy, but he won't eat it because it's stolen. Um, and she mentions his mum during this. They're having another argument, yeah. and she mentions his mum, which he doesn't like, and they, they start fighting. Um, and she tries to force him to eat some candy, and he doesn't want it, and they're screaming, and they're actually like physically fighting with yeah. each other. And it's suddenly, there's a lot of very, what I've just called big noises. Yes, yeah, huge noises. The earth starts shaking, the ground's moving. And then a load of birds fly past them, yeah. and like things are vacating the forest. Yeah. So Joe just shouts, run. Yeah, and they run really quickly, and a load of wild horses, a shit ton of wild horses. Yeah, it's a stampede. Follow flies out of this forest and just they manage to get out of the way of it, yeah. and they all run. Past. Dive into the it's just a stampede of wild horses. It comes out of literally comes out of nowhere. Um, I really liked the idea of this sequence, and I was like, oh, this. I'm I'm with you at this point. I'm like, oh, this is really intriguing yeah. so far. I'm, I'm on this journey. I just I know budget's tight. It wasn't the best CGI of them. When they were in front of the horses, yeah. it was a bit shonky. It was a bit green screeny. Yeah. yeah, it was. But that's, that's budgets for you. There's yeah, yeah. You can do about yeah. Um, meanwhile, the cops have gone into the general store to ask if they can put a poster up. Amos is there too. And the guy says, I've seen this kid. Yeah, he was here he yesterday. He was here yesterday morning. with another girl. Um, a very distinctive looking girl with a scar and blue hair. Yeah, because he says to Amos, were you in the Navy? Yeah, because yeah. Cause it's, Amos it's, is like, how do you know that? Yeah. Um, back in the woods with Gunnar and Joe, it starts snowing. Yeah, they find some more black stones. Yeah, they find a few more black stones, and then it's like snowing. Yeah, and Gunnar's like really excited, but Joe's magic. Things yeah, things are happening in the woods. Joe's like disturbed by this because she's like, "It's July." Yeah, 
It doesn't snow in July. What's going on? But it looks like it's snowing to me. It looks like it's snowing yeah. to Gunnar. Uh, Gunnar thinks it's really cool. Um, this is the point now where Mary finally finds out that Gunnar's missing because yeah, because the lady from the bookshop rings, rings to ask to, if anyone's seen. Yeah, it. It rings to get some information, and Mary's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Um, and so the kids decide they're going to camp out under like a. It's almost like a rock formation. Yeah, it's like it's a, an old log. I thought was it an old log? Yeah, a big log. Well, okay, it might be a log. But where? It was like a rocky outcrop yeah. of stuff. Uh, that's where they're going to spend the night. Um, and he shows her his graphic novel. He talks her through what's going on in this novel. And but it doesn't last very long because a big bug lands on Joe and she proper freaks out. Yeah. She does. She proper goes all screamy about it. I'm gonna really laughs at it. It really laughs. He's at like, it. "Why are you scared of that? You're yeah. you're like a badass. You're this big ass scary girl." And he finds it. He proper laughs. This kid knows how to laugh. Yeah, he does a good he's, laugh. He's got he's got a really good laugh on him. So Joe yeah. moves like up to the other end of she this. Out does pop. not She's like, like being right, laughed at. Draws a line in the mud and is like. You're, that's your yes, side. This is mine. Side. Stay away from it. And goodness just says, you, you take yourself too seriously. Yeah, Lie chill out a little bit. Um, Mary confronts Amos because she comes. He comes home and she's like, "What the fuck? I can't believe you didn't tell me the kid was missing." And it turns out she's received a text. Yeah. Last night, but her phone wasn't turned on because yeah. she's ill. Uh, which Amos, uh, which Gunnar must have sent from Joe's phone. Yes. And it basically just says, "I'm fine." It says, "I'm fine, Mum. I'm doing this for you." Yes. Um, and she's really, Mary's really angry that Amos lied to her. She's yeah. like, I can't believe you didn't tell me that our kid was missing. Um, and Amos says, like, look, no matter what, I will find him. We will find him no matter what it takes. We will get there. We will find him. Um, cut to that night, during the night. They are asleep under this rocky, loggy thing yeah. that they've fallen asleep under. And suddenly, um, Gunnar wakes up first, I think. Yes. And there's a lot of bugs on him. Like thousands of cockroaches <laughs> yeah and then joe wakes up she screams and then all of a sudden there are hundreds of thousands yeah. of, so much so that they actually get carried away down this like ravine i don't know if that's what happened <laughs> it did look like i think there was just they were they were just covered in bugs and they kind of just slid on their asses down the but hill it looked like they were they? sliding on cockroaches yeah there was a lot that, again i think that was the cgi problem yeah. but it freaks them out they're both screaming at gunner's yeah. not finding this hilarious anymore and they run they get away. They manage to find, go away from where they were. But unfortunately, they've lost their backpack. This annoyed me because okay. I was like, no, it's fine with the scene. Yeah. The bit that annoyed me, and maybe it's, this is really nitpicky, but it's when Joe, when Gunnar said, we've got to go back. The, the, the food's there, the stuff's there, my yeah. backpack. And Joe just went, no, I'm not going back. I'm never going there. back there. Yeah. And I was like, no, they'd go back. You would go back, I think. You've lost everything. Yeah. She, they haven't even got coats. No, exactly. They, yeah, exactly. They were only in t-shirts now. Yeah. And it, they lost the sword. They no, lost, they still had the No, sword. they still had the sword. That was the only thing they did. But have. they did lose the backpack of all the food and all the supplies. Yeah. You were right. They would have gone back. Yeah. But they didn't. No. Um, Joe wants to go back completely. Joe's like, I'm done with this. Let's just go home. We forget this is going to... Forget all about this. And Gunnar's like, I'll tell you what. We're too close. We've come too far. Yeah. But if we don't find him by tonight, we'll go back. Yeah. That's the he's, like, he's like, give me one more day. Yeah. yeah. Um, the sheriff rings Amos and says that she's managed to f- track down Gunnar's scooter, which he left at the abandoned, abandoned place where Joe house. lives. Um, but there's a bigger problem here. Yeah. There's a huge forest fire that's broken out, very nearby, and the sheriff needs to go off and deal with that. She, yeah, she's got, eva- she's got to lead an evacuation. She, lead, she can't deal with this missing kid anymore. Yeah. Um, she needs to deal with this evacuation. So she's going to pass it on to her deputies. Yeah. They'll start looking after her. I thought 
again, I don't know if this is too nitpicky, but it annoyed me that the forest fire thing just came out of nowhere. Yeah. I was like, we could have had some hints earlier in this movie, and it just would have smoothed there is, it out a bit, wouldn't it? There's a couple of hints. The the snow is the hint. No, I know that, that was the falling yeah, ash. Yeah, I, I know. I know you know, but I'm just saying this is one of the hints, and there are a couple of hints that it's coming. But yeah, I know what you mean. It did. Then, it was, all of a sudden, it was like this is a massive emergency. Yeah, but we, we literally cut to a long shot of like loads of fire, and I was yeah. just like, the guy in the general store is watching it on the TV. When they're in the, sh- in is the it on the TV? On the that TV. It says forest fire. Yeah, I missed that. It, oh, maybe it's my fault then. But not <laughs> when they go in to buy their supplies, he's what he's like engrossed by something on the TV. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, there's like you can see like flames and stuff. Oh, that I he's didn't watching. pick up that it was yeah, that. Oh, that's my. my I error. assume that's what my he's error. he's watching something with flames in. Um, I didn't pick that up. I realised that afterwards though. Right. I didn't pick yeah. it up at the time. Um, because he's still watching it when they go in later on as well. There's like it's still on the news. Um, I was literally just going to say, I, mate, I don't. Maybe I don't often say I want to ask trope back, but a news <laughs> report might have been handy. It was oh, there, I, but it was a very small monitor that. up in the top corner of the screen. Um, and yeah, and then the obviously what Gunner thought was snow was ash falling on them. Yep. Um, up until was once, do you remember? Were you here then when that thing blew up around the corner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were having a barbecue at this house. Once. And one of the one of the, the substation just around the corner blew up. Bang. There's a huge bang. And then about five minutes later, all this ash started falling yeah. on us, and we were like, "What the fuck is going on?" That was so weird. Yeah. It just reminded me of that when that happened. Um, where do we get to? Yeah, so the the sheriff's going to go off and sort out the evacuations. The deputies are going to take over the case. Amos says, "I'm going to go out there because yeah. the cops are obviously not going to now." And conveniently, just as he walks out the door, yeah, to go and <laughs> head into the woods. Yeah, literally, uh, Mister Boosie turns he up. He goes at the house, and he says, "Are you Gunner's father?" I've met Gunnar. I know where he's going. And let me tell you the story. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you the story. He's going to the wild horse forest, which is the convenient name for a forest full of wild horses. And he's going to the horsetail falls, yeah. the waterfalls. That's the place to get into these woods. And then Amos just goes, okay, cool. Thank you. And then drives off. Well, he gives them the map, doesn't he? He does. He gives him the map. But I feel like you've not asked enough questions there. No. <laughs> you need to be asking this guy, how do you know all of this? What, how have you met my son? what the fuck is a waterman and can you please come with me to these woods that you clearly know everything about yeah i'm like yeah that, that scene didn't quite sit right with me i'm like you would have asked more questions there um so anyway it, amos now knows where to go yeah. he's going to these waterfalls to get that's the way to get into the forest um when he gets close enough to the forest there's a police roadblock in the way because obviously they're evacuating this place yeah. they don't want people driving in so what does amos do Drive through it. Drive through it. And it re- I know, going back to the E.T. thing, but it's got yeah. real vibes yeah. of when the kids drive the bikes over the roadblock. I think. <laughs> it really has. Can I give a criticism of this movie, though? Yeah. There's not enough people in it. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, this town's dead. Yeah, there's nobody in this But town. I don't think it's... It's not supposed to be a dead town. It's supposed to be a quiet backwater town, yeah. but it's not supposed to be dead. But... When the sheriff's going, I've got to lead this evacuation. I'm like, from where? Yeah, where, that's exactly my fault. What are you evacuating? Because you're not evacuating this Because it's in the forest. Town. Yeah, you're and, not evacuating this And town. you're not doing anything around the town. No. And it was just like... I don't, again, I don't know if it is a minor thing, but I didn't feel the town was alive. No, I agree. I didn't... Never felt like there was any danger to it, the town. spent so much time doing all these beautiful shots through the woods and the sea. And we've not really mentioned that yet. The, the, when the... You actually are in the woods and the drone shots and the cinematography and the colours. It's beautiful. It looks beautiful. It is beautiful. But, yeah, I didn't feel that the town was alive. Yeah. 
I'm with you. Um, and we do come across that quite a lot, and it is a budgetary thing. Yes, yeah. we do come across that. We say that quite often. Uh, but you're right. Even at this point, there could have been a lot of cars driving the other direction. Yeah, just have a lot of cars on the road, just peeping and driving. And... It's like felt like this was supposed to be a really dramatic moment of him busting through this roadblock, but all he, he has to do is slightly he just drive a bit through. of a hairpin around. Yeah, it a doesn't even of, break any barriers or anything. He just fences. drives around a car. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a <laughs> it's a funny one. Anyway. Uh, we cut back into the forest at this point. Joe and Gunnar have come across a river and they need to cross it. And there is a fallen tree conveniently placed across this river. Um, so Gunnar's like, oh, fuck it, I'm just going to cross it. Joe yeah. doesn't want to cross it. She she's, wants, again, she's she now being the cautious back. one. He's yeah. being the uh, the adventurous one. So Gunnar starts walking across this tree. Obviously, what what does he do? Uh, he slips. He slips. And the the sword... Sheath. Sheath. Gets struck. stuck around a twig, yeah, and that's the only up. thing that holds him up. And he's like screaming because he can't swim. Yes, and, and it is like, it is quite it's, the raging yeah, there's, torrent. There's a raging torrent going on underneath, underneath him, um, and he he screams at Joe. He's like, "You need to save me! I can't swim! I'm really scared!" Blah 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 blah. blah. And Joe didn't want to cross this thing in the first place, yeah. but she makes no bones about it. She goes straight out there. She helps him up. She gets him on the log, and then Gunnar's like, "Right, well, we're halfway across now. And they like they but they it was, scoot over on, yeah, their they, on their butts. It's almost like he tricks her into doing it. He yeah. didn't, but that's almost like what he did. Um, but yeah, she she basically saves his life at that point. Um, the cops now identify who Joe is. They've managed to get an ID on who she is. Uh, it's, it's because the the text message that went to Mary yeah. matched it to her the phone that belongs to her, along with the description from yeah. the guy from the shop. And so the sheriff goes off to see Joe's dad, who lives in a trailer somewhere. And he's not a very nice guy. He's very vague about his relationship with his daughter. Racist. Race, very racist. Because uh, the sheriff holds up the missing poster of Gunnar. Yeah. And Joe's dad is just like, she wouldn't be friends with people like that. Yeah. I was like, okay, right, okay. we're doing that, are we? Yeah, this is, the, this, is this guy. Uh, he's very vague. He's, he's not interested in see. He, he doesn't know the last time he saw Joe. No. He isn't interested he's in like, the fact that he's, she's He missing. says, like, summer. Well, She'll be fine. Whatever. Don't worry about it, yeah. Um, yeah, he's a bit of a dick, but he's the only senior's in. So. And the sheriff says to him, I'm quite interested in this hospital report I have Yeah, from last month in which she required 15 stitches in her neck. Yeah, Would you happen to know anything about that? Yeah. And he says, no. No, nothing to do with me. Um, Joe then says to Gunnar again, look, we're done. Let's go back. We need to go back. And she actually says to him now, it's all a bunch of crap. He pushes her. He's pushing her yeah. and pushing her. And she's like, he's like, you've been here before. What are you so worried about? What are you so never, scared about? I've never been here before. I don't know where we are. I don't know what we're doing. Yeah. I was lying all along. I was just trying the to find you out of your money. The, 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 scar's not, the scar's not from the water, man. And he, this is the and point. They're both where, crying now. They're both crying. And he tells her about his mum. Yeah. He's like, my mum's going to die if we don't find him. They're both good, aren't they? These they're kids. great. Both of them are great. Really good. Really good. Yeah, they are. They really... Both of them carry this movie. Yeah. Because the... Is it fair to say the adult actors are not great? I don't know if it's they're not great, but they've, they've, they've not got much to go on, have no, they? Even David Aluello. 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 I don't think he was even that great. Can, it's interesting, isn't it? Considering he directed the movie. Yeah. Do you think he's gone actively... I'm, I, I don't want to give my character all this showy possibly i don't know because i felt again as he's now tearing through the bush looking for <laughs> yeah. his kid i mean i'm literally full power and i know he's a military guy he's, he's a fit guy don't get me wrong this character he's right he runs 100 miles an hour through a bit yeah. forest but i'm like 
I could have done with a bit more about his journey to catch up with them as well. There was just certain bits where I was like, oh, I wanted a bit more to make this a complete movie experience yeah. rather than a a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, and I just thought, oh, I wonder if there's been some stuff left on the floor, if that was, yeah, if that was him actively going, oh, I'd know I don't want to be showy. Yeah. Because I'm now directing it. I don't know. Could be, absolutely, could be. Um, the kids are still arguing at this point. This is the point where he tells her that his mum's dying. And I really like the line from Joe here. She says, but that means you definitely need to go home and spend time yeah. with her while she's it's still like, alive. It's like, why are you out here? You need yeah. to spend all the time you can with your Why is she still alive? Go and spend the time with her. I really like that line. I was yeah. like, yeah, that's that's like cool. Uh, she says she's going back. She's like, I'm done. You can stay out here if you want. Yeah, right. so they go separate they ways. They go their separate ways. They split up. Um, she literally, within two minutes, calls after him yeah. and starts Turns going around. back for him. She's yeah. like, she changes the mind straight but he's managed to get away very quickly Gunnar's now alone the he's coughing the yeah. woods are getting smoky it, it's almost like he hasn't noticed um, it's, it's possible that he hadn't the state of mind that he was in um, Joe's following behind looking for him she's also choking and smoking and, and we cut to Mary on the porch at yeah. home and this seems to be where the money went on the special effects because there's a really nice shot of fire yeah and in the smoke background. She's looming in the over the town. She can just see it from the porch of the house, and yeah. she's just watching it. And like you can tell, she's terrified. Um, Gunnar then comes across a cabin in a clearing and a lake and a lake, and he slowly pulls his sword. He approaches the door and he goes inside. Yeah, and there is nobody there. No, it is but, aban- but it's not abandoned. But no, there, there is signs there. of life. Yes, but absolutely. no one is currently in the shack. And then suddenly he hears somebody coming. There are footsteps. So he hides under the bed. He scoots under the bed and hides. And this man, big man, comes in. Clad in fur. All in furs. You never see his face. And he's wet. And he he knows Gunnar's there. Yeah. And he says, I've seen you. He he doesn't even even turn around. He just says, says, I've I've seen seen you walking walking. through the forest. Um, And he's got like this ragged breathing. And it's like, I really liked the look and design of the waterman i did as well it was great agreed really ominous really ominous really really well done um and he says look he knows the kid's name he's like he calls him gonna boon and he says it is dangerous what you have done yeah to come here um uh, gonna tells him about his mom yeah, it does he tells him everything and the man the waterman picks up the yellow stone that he owns he does have this yellow stone yeah, he's got it around his around his neck um, and he says the dead rise, but will outlive all of they all they know. Yeah, he, he says the face. power you seek comes at a heavy price because right. it can bring back to people to life, but they will become immortal. Yeah. Um, he says, "I died. I died in a flood, and I've been searching for my wife ever since. The hope is the only thing that keeps me going." Why would I give you all the hope I have? Yeah, because he's like, "Why? Why would I stop looking for my wife to come and give you, to look for your mum?" He then hears Joe calling for him in the background. Um, and the waterman gets angry at him. He's like, you have abandoned your friend for this. Yeah. It's like, you've left your friend out there. Um, it made you see what you wanted to see. It made you see me. Yeah, your hope. So, yeah. Your hope. And it turns out he's not really there. He turns into a... He, it turns a into a drawing. drawing that we've, like, we've seen before, before like, in the graphic drawings. novel. And then the shack starts to do the same yeah, around him. not really there either. And suddenly... Gunnar's just alone in a clearing in a fire by the lake. By the lake, and he's just like frozen. Shocked. Yeah, he's like, what he's the come, fuck has come just happened? Come to yeah. basically, and he can hear Joe calling and screaming and shouting because she's not also stuck in this fire. So he goes to her. He goes to fight. He finds her. 
he manages to get to her but they're both now trapped in yeah. this forest fire and then Amos comes running out of the the bush um oh before Amos turns up he she tells him my dad gave me this scar yeah um she confesses to him that and Amos finds them and he says look we need to get out of here and to do that we need to swim yeah and he asks Joe if she can swim she can and Gunner freaks out he's like, I'm not going in water I can't swim but Amos says look I'll get you through it don't worry I've, I'll, I've I'll, been in the I'll Navy <laughs> why there's a man in the Navy whose son can't swim is a bit strange and Gunner's uh, sorry Amos is essentially in by my calculation of the timeline about half a day yeah caught up with them the journey that's taken them best three days two nights yeah i think that's explained by the fact that the guy Boosie he, knew uh, where to go and yeah, where to get in and amos pelts it, pelts through, it through and the kids are t- the kids might have been walking around in circles yeah, for all we true. know but yeah. and Boosie says to him exactly where he needs to go in to yeah. get into the woods and it is a different place to where the kids go in so i can kind of forgive him yeah, that, yeah, i think um and they managed to get home we don't see any of the getting out of the forest but we do see them swimming for a bit and then in the next scene they're, they're coming home uh, they get him to Mary and there's a nice reunion scene between the whole three members of the family. Um, cut to the cops taking Joe away from her dad's trailer. Yeah, I, I presume she was being taken by child services. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think I got that idea that that's what was going but on. But she's happy. She's happy. Yeah, she's smiling. Because Gunnar's there watching from a car yeah. while this is happening. And she smiles at him. Um, Amos has brought Gunnar a load of new art supplies to carry on his writing. Um uh, but I must say, um, Gunnar says, I'm done. I'm done with drawing. I don't want to draw anymore. I really like this scene. Mm. I, I, it was a good bit of acting between, was between the pair of them. Because he says, well, because Amos says to him, well, why, what about your graphic novel? You need to finish it. And he's like, I can't figure out the ending. I don't know how it ends. And he says, it's a great, Amos says, it's a great story. I've read it. Yeah. And you will figure it out. It will come to Just you. Stick don't, with it. Just stick with it. It will go to it. And, uh, Jay, a little, little bit, getting all the names mixed up. Gunnar says to him, if you had the choice, this I thought this was like one of our questions that we do at the beginning of the way. Yeah. Would you pick a short life with a lot of love over a long life with none in it? Uh, and Amos says, if I could only have a short life, but your mother was in it, then I would choose the short one every, every time. Every time. And Gunnar says, me too. Yeah. And they then sit down and have a meal together. All of them, including Joe, yeah. is at this meal. They're having Chinese food again. Um, no, they're not. They have burgers. Oh, do they? Amos has burnt them. Oh, of course. Sorry, you're right. He has. He's burnt the burgers on the barbecue. I don't know where I got that idea from. And yeah, Joe's with them and she seems to be, I don't know if she's living there now or she's there as a friend. A frequent visitor. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the mums start saying grace as they, before they eat and that's how the movie ends. Well, Gunnar just smiles. He does. Yeah, he's happy. He's and then I've got a bone to pick with Netflix now. Okay. Because the end credits start to roll, yeah, and essentially you see the graphic novel yes. that Gunnar has written, and Netflix makes Cut it, it really difficult for me <laughs> to watch this. It's hard to watch credits on Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Yeah, it's a shame because it's really difficult to like stop the trailers from working for the next one. I've, yeah, because oh, <laughs> I really like the artwork. Yeah, there's, there's a re- there's a really cool like montage of all the different yeah. drawings, and they're all alive as well, yeah. aren't they? And, and that's how your movie ends. What do you think? I really liked it. I thought it was great. I had a great time with it. it I mean, it, it, it has its issues. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. And, and and some of them are minor. Some of them are a bit bigger. But it's it's a good movie and it looks beautiful. 
the, the, the yeah, some of the special effects are a bit dicey, but this is a nice homage to things like E.T. Yeah. Um, Even things like it, Stand By Me. Yeah, it, it reminds me a lot of um, Super 8. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. it's that sort of vibe. That's a good answer for coming to Major Movie. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? Uh, and I, I think the performances by the, the two kids were awesome. Yeah, both of the two kids were brilliant. And, and I think The Legend of the Waterman is really intriguing. Bit different to something you've yeah, heard abso- of before. Definitely. It's atmospheric. It's um it's nearly a really good movie. Yeah. It's a good movie. <laughs> I that's exactly my thoughts on it. I would my biggest issue with it is you don't get enough time with the Waterman at the end. I think not much longer I needed, but I did need a little bit longer, I think, because of all this way we've been built. I'd like to have seen Gunner be in a bit more danger. Yes. Yeah. I think. I'd maybe have liked to have seen the Waterman go with him for a little while and yeah. then just disappear. It wasn't enough. There was two minutes, maybe yeah. three. It wasn't enough of that. That's my biggest query with the film. Um, but overall, I think it's really good. Yeah, the vibe. It's, really it's, it's just got. A, it's got a throwback vibe to it, hasn't it? This is a. This is an Amblin eight yeah. Spielberg type movie. That's what it's shooting for, isn't yeah. it? and to some extent, it 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 manages with, to do with that the right budget. It could easily be that as well. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's only its budget restrictions that are holding it back, yeah. I think. Why do you think Disney passed on this? I don't know. Don't know. Because there's some shit on Disney Plus. <laughs> there is a lot of sh- Maybe when, if they had Disney Plus at the time, they wouldn't have passed on <laughs> maybe, it. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, it's an interesting, I think I've got to, you've got to mention the, the monster, a monster calls because I think it's a very similar idea to I mean, it. It's a similar idea, but it goes nowhere near as heavy oh, on no. the... No, 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 It doesn't go anywhere near as heavy. Like, it's like Monster Calls Light. <laughs> is, does this movie do it a disservice by not... It doesn't pull on the, the heartstrings enough, maybe, because of the mother's illness? I think that or? might be my issue, is the fact that if a Monster Call doesn't exist, I would maybe have got into this one a bit more. Mm. But I'm like, that movie does this, and it does it so well, to the point where it's devastating. But I, I more felt that this... This one doesn't go the far cho- enough. The choice was taken yeah, it was. that that's not the focus. Yeah, 100% That was. was not the focus. It was. That's a, that's a deliberate choice. They don't want did this to be... Did it pull its punch a bit? Yeah, I think it did a little bit. And it's a shame because it doesn't need to go much deeper into it. Yeah. But I think it does need to go a little bit deeper to be a really, really good film. Yeah. This is a good film. You've, yeah, yeah, it is a good film. It is picked a good film. very well here. Yeah. This is a good film. I really enjoyed it. I, I think... I didn't want it to end. And that's unusual yeah. <laughs> for one of these films that we do on the show uh, I really got into it I think and it is because those two kids are so good yeah both of them uh, and maybe I sound, I'm not trying to sound negative because I did really enjoy it but I, I think it was it was a case of being close to being next level mm. it wasn't quite it really was but it doesn't quite get there yeah. but I think was, there's, there's a good concept here the, like I say the, the, the so the animation effects are great yeah the graphics um Good performances. I, I like the concept. The Waterman's a cool concept. It is. I'd like to see more from it. It's such a cool concept that it it falls a little flat when you don't really get a payoff from it. Yeah. But it's, it's just a, a niggle. Yeah. There was okay. points. There was points in this movie where I was like, "You son of a bitch! <laughs> you might have a you might have a contender here." There was definitely points in it, and I'm not saying you haven't. Yeah. I'm just saying there was points where I was like, "You really might have done this." It's a good film. It it's a, a really film. good film. What's the yeah. best thing about it? I, I'm I'm torn between the performances of the two kids or just 
it looks great. The cinematography is great when we're not talking about like CGI stuff. It's well shot. Yeah. And it, I think it is. My issues aren't with the direction. They're more with the script, I yeah. think. Yeah, I think so. I think what you've done is create a really cool legend of the Waterman. It's a cool character. Yeah. It's got a great backstory, really interesting story. And then it doesn't pay off. And it really feels like a letdown of that character. And it's a shame because it's a really interesting I idea. think this almost just needed a bit more of the sort of... Like we were saying about the town not quite, quite feeling alive. It needed just a little bit more of world building. Like, you know, more of the... I'd have liked a longer scene when all the when Joe was explaining to all the kids the Waterman. That would have helped build the legend up a bit more. Yeah. And like, you know, the kids buzzing around this, this thing is out there. Blah, blah, you know, I just think there's few more scenes would have helped but, yeah, just build it a little bit more. I'd, I'd have liked to have seen more scenes. You could have had the Waterman watching them the whole time. Yeah. Because if he was in Gunner's imagination, then he's there the whole time. And yeah. he, you could have had scenes of him just being... Because there's that scene where he's like, something's running around Gunner at night. Yeah. And you don't know what that is. You never find out what that is. I'm assuming it's horses. Um, But that could have... You could have had the Waterman being there in the background. Because it's such a cool look for a character yeah. as well. It would have looked great to just be there in the background. Yeah. And then eventually you find out what that is. And that's when you get this reveal that it's all in his head. And yeah. he, he can't help his mother. And th- this man is a crazy, this Boosie is a crazy man who, <laughs> who just comes up with this character and tells you that it's real when it's clearly not. Um, what would you change about it? Did I ask you that? All that stuff we yeah. just said. <laughs> I agree. It's fine. Right, should we talk stream table? Yeah, let's do it. Fourteen. Films in the stream table currently. Do you want me to read from all? Do you want me to read the top 10, the top five? Where, where you we do whatever you want to do. Number 14 is Spaced Out. Number 13 is Buddy Games. Number 12 is Here Are the Young Men. 11, Freaks You're One of Us. 10, Mercy. 9, Sweetheart. 8, Still Time. 7, Girlfriend's Day. 6, Cadaver. 5, It's Catty Catty. 4, Don't Listen. 3, Against the Ice. 2, Is The Humans. And currently at the top of the stream table is Warriors of Future, which was my wildcard pick. Where does oh. this one go, Nick? Uh, I think there is an argument that this is the best movie we've seen this season. Agreed. However, I'm not sure it's my favourite movie I've seen <laughs> this season. And I think it just, in terms of being top of the pile, I'm not sure it quite stuck it. There was there was points all the way through this movie where I was like, this is going top. This is the best movie we've seen this season and by quite a long way. Yeah. And then by the end, I'm like, oh, I'm not quite sure if it is. I'm not quite sure if it makes it, but it's definitely one or two. That's really interesting. Because <laughs> I, I kind of been thinking about this a bit today. And I was like, I could come in here and I reckon I could give a real good go at getting this to the top. You could. Because there's loads to like about it. I genuinely it. think you could, could persuade me. I, and, and I'm like... I thought this was this was a bit of a tactical play because I was like, if this does hit those eighties vibes, yeah, we're you know, both gonna like yeah. this. I, I knew you, but that's what you were thinking. We're both gonna like this because it's gonna play on the sort of nostalgia thing, but it's a modern version. And I think it was really close. I think it was really close, and I really enjoyed watching it. And I could see me, for example, I, I think my eldest daughter would love this. Yeah, movie. I agree. I I think she would. I I think my wife would as well. And yeah. I I can see me watching this with them. And me next time we've got a movie evening or whatever. What do you want to watch? This could be a suggestion. I think everyone would really like it. However, I've got to be completely honest. 
technically, yes, it might be the best movie we've seen this season, but I, I can't put it. I can't put it at number one. I can't quite put it at number one. That's I, very fair of you to say. I'm not sure I want to put it at number two. Really? Now that is interesting. Because when I think back to the humans, oh, that was a that That's, was an experience. <laughs> that is an experience. Uh, so I'm more saying. Is it two or is it three? That, okay. That's kind of okay. where I'm sitting. I don't know about yourself. See, when this movie finished last night, I was like, I don't quite think this has made it to number one, but I will absolutely, if Nick wants it to be number one, I will put it there. Even though that would knock mine off the number one. I genuinely think this is up there between those two movies. And I I hadn't even considered the fact that it might not be above the humans. Yeah. And I don't think I can. <laughs> I just thought it was so... The humans is so something else, isn't it? Yeah, it's an, uh, the humans is an anomaly. It's it's such a weird film, but it's really well done. It's a really good story, and maybe this does appeal to my nostalgia. God damn it, it's bleak. It's bleak. <laughs> this film's bleak. That film's really bleak. And it, and it, and the thing that obviously Warriors of the Future has it's it's stupid, but it's just fun. Yeah, it's really good fun and. Oh, do you know what? It's a great double bill, actually. Yeah, it really fair. is. I the, if this the, film had stuck the landing, I'd be I'd be like, you beat me. You've done it. Well done. But I don't think it quite sticks the landing, and that, I think that's all that's wrong with it. And I would be disappointed to see it go lower than second. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think what you got is a a clear top three. Yeah. In, in terms of the table so far. So yeah, I, a I, I will graciously have this at second. It wouldn't have taken much more for me to want this to be better than Warriors of Future. I, I, it it was, didn't need to do a lot more. No, it was but very it just close. didn't quite make it. Yeah. It's a shame. But it's a great pick. It didn't pick. quite have the emotional heft that I was expecting. Yeah. I didn't really, I didn't know anything about it when you picked it. I, I didn't watch the trailer. It's, it's it. a proper hidden I, gem. It really is a proper hidden gem. And it's, there's something about it's really. I feel like I'm going to be thinking about this film for a while, yeah. and something about it's really got to me. I I very much enjoyed watching this film, and yeah, I I don't think it quite sticks the landing, which is a real shame. But if it had have done, I would have said this this is number one by a distance. But unfortunately, it doesn't quite make it. Yeah, uh, but it's a strong recommend. Strong, I'd say. Strong. Go out and watch it. Go and watch the Waterman. The Watermans going into second in the stream table. We've got it'll two... give you those those throwback feels, I think. Yeah, absolutely, and but it feels quite modern as well. Yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 that whole kind of you know, it's Stranger Things. It's modern, but it's in the eighties. This isn't set in the eighties, but it's it got, feels like it is. It's a movie that doesn't get made much anymore. No, absolutely, and it could easily have been set in the eighties. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that would have made it better. <laughs> Who knows? Right. Second, well done, good pick. Yeah, me and you at the top of the table together. How does that feel? Uh, it feels good. Uh, bring it on, everyone else. Can't steal this one from me. <laughs> <laughs> In joke. Um, right, we need to call on Robin then, do we, to pick next week's movie? We sure do. We do indeed. As far as I'm aware, unless someone else is. Uh, I am not aware. Throwing a, a gauntlet down. I'm not aware of a two weeks in a row wildcard being played. So we need to call on Robin to give us a, a film for next week. What do you want him to pick? What you want to watch? I think I'm a fairly open book after that. Yeah. Let's um, well maybe another action movie. We're not an action movie for a while. Okay, I'm up for that. I'll take that. Shall I press the button? Yes, please. 
he has picked a movie called Blood and Gold. Have you heard of it? Yeah, that's really... Right, I'm going to share something with you now. <laughs> okay. And I I know there's no one else in this room. Right. But just to paint everyone else a picture, you have the randomizer. I do. You have pressed the button. I have. And Blood and Gold has come out. It the has. reason I'm saying that's weird is because I was really back and forth for my wild card, whether to play The Waterman or that movie that's just come out. Oh, really? Out. <laughs> Robin's playing with your mind. Yeah. He's mind gaming you. So... Interesting. I do know a bit about it, yeah. Okay. It's a Second World War action flick. It is. It's from this year. It only came out in May. It's really recent. Really, really recent. Do you want a synopsis? Yes, please. There's another Netflix original as well. How has how this not been heard of? Uh, it came out in, this, in May. It's an 18. Yeah. It was for one hour and 38 minutes. According to IMDb, it is an action drama war movie. Do you want the synopsis? Yes, please. It's a long one. <laughs> Brilliant. Set in the spring of 1945, just before the end of World War II, Elsa and Heinrich quickly realise that they have more in common than the common enemy. Both fight for justice against the Nazis and for their families. Heinrich is looking for his daughters, but in, Elias, in Elsa's remote village, a Jewish treasure of gold is hidden that the Nazis want to plunder. This is an action-packed search for the treasure... What? Okay, I'm going to cut those two words out. An action-packed search for the treasure begins. Villagers, uh, villagers against the SS and the greed for gold brings secrets to light that ends in bloody showdown in the village church. Okay. It's very descriptive. Very. We even I know how it ends. Would say possibly not a synopsis. Agreed. <laughs> 6.5 on IMDb and it is German. Interesting. We didn't reflect on the Waterman IMDb rating, which feels really harsh to me, actually. 5.5? 5. Yeah. Yeah, really hard. Anyway. Much better movie than that. <laughs> um, this one's 6.5. So, interestingly, what made you pick the lower rated movie? I, I watched both trailers and okay. thought they both look fun. Uh, but I just got a vibe. I just got a vibe for The Waterman. Okay. And you were correct to get that vibe. So, yeah, we're going to watch a German take on the end of World War Two next week. Okay. So, go out and watch Blood and Gold. And in the meantime, check us out on Instagram. Not Twitter. Don't bother with Twitter anymore. And no. Letterbox at B-O-T-S underscore podcast is our username. And if you want to drop us an email, our email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com. And our website is bottom of the stream.com. On our website, you will find every episode we've ever recorded. Loads of other cool stuff. All the stream tables. And you can even get some merch if you want to buy a bottom of the stream. E-scooter. <laughs> E-scooter? That was what was wrong with this movie. He was on an E-scooter. He should have been on a chopper. Yeah. Or BMX. It was like a modern take on That would have put it at number eight. one. It would have put it at number one. <laughs> It should, I think this movie maybe should have been set in the 80s. <laughs> maybe would have made it better. Um, I've lost track of where I am. Sorry. E-scooters. <laughs> Go and do that. Why not? Uh, after you've done all that, head over to Patreon. Patreon.com slash part of the stream. On there for five of your English pounds every month, you will get early access to the movie show. You will get a bottom of the stream season one to eight poster. You will get a secret access area in our Discord where you can come and chat to us and the rest of the Patreons and nobody else. And you will also get a wild card, which means you can do what Nick's just done. Pick a film for the week. If it's the best one, you will win a prize. And then when you've done all of that, head over to Discord. The Discord is a group of wonderful, fun-loving people who like movies and will talk to you about literally anything. We play games. Every first Sunday of every month, we do a watch-along. That's coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, loads of cool stuff goes on in the Discord. It's really, really great. 
It is. If you can spare a few minutes, please consider leaving us a review anywhere you can review or rate podcasts because it helps. It really does help. It helps more people see our show, listen to us, and we can make more friends, get more people in the Discord. And uh, yeah, more people can watch these occasional hidden gems that we find. We've just found one. And the absolute terrible stuff we find the other weeks. But that's <laughs> still just as fun. So yeah, you can do that anywhere that you find podcasts, places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Podbean, all the others. There's hundreds. We're on them. Come find us. We are indeed. So yeah, go out and do all of that. And we'll be back on Monday for The Wave and next Thursday for The Movie Show. Cheers. Bye.